clean, fresh card so, for clean, fresh yeah. souls. <laughs> so we just wasted so we gotta, 35 minutes as far as talking, but... Oh well, that's where what were we, we? Do. That's what we that's do. What <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are you saying we got together and wasted time? Never. I my soul was in the hospital, the soul hospital. I had soul trauma. <laughs> soul <laughs> diving. I'm cool with getting Buddhisty all up in this bitch. Billy Joel, grab me a coffee. The Great Dive Podcast is hosted by your buddies, James and Brando. Walk the rice paper with your fins on. <laughs> Shuffle backwards. <laughs> to clear without clearing is the true clearing of clearing a mask. Okay. All right. Well. We back? We're back and everything is deleted. We're f- a clean, fresh card. We were talking about agencies and, th- well, actually the two parties, two, two philosophies. All the big hitters are there for the same reason. It's a little bit like nationalism in so much as, you know, you start thinking and believing your way is right, i.e. right rich, left lean, versus see and identify every bottle that's carried on the left. And then now you, although you're there doing the same dive and you're there for the same purpose, you get so wrapped up in those semantics that these people can't get along. Well, that, yeah, that's much with everything. Like, much yeah. like an American grows up believing in the red, white, and blue, and some dude in China, you know, grows up believing in, uh, in the, the red and green, or I mean the red and yellow, and some guy in uh, Japan grows up in, you know, believing in the red and the white. At the end of the day, if these three guys just met, you know, at, at some uh, sporting event or at some pub, they'd, they'd probably... kill each other. Nah, nah, nah. They would, especially they would. if their team's... You've never seen a European soccer match, have you? They will kill each other. I don't mean... They the, will kill each other. I don't mean in a... Uh, <laughs> I just mean... Kidding. Yes. Three dudes would... Uh, if they met on a dive boat, they'd uh, they'd have a great time together. But but then as soon as they went to the pub afterwards and started talking about their nationalism, they would argue. Whereas these divers are the opposite way, right? You, they start talking about their political beliefs and they can they can sit there and talk about that, but as soon as they start talking about their diving beliefs, Maybe. They're, they're in a fight. Yeah. I think I think with any of those beliefs, once people start talking, that's why they say don't talk religion, don't talk politics, you know, because it's just going to get ugly. And that goes down to like philosophies or beliefs that you you stake a lot of your values in. And for some reason, I think this is just a natural uh, psychological thing. You believe you're right. Of course you do. Everybody believes they're right. And, I, and I've said it before. No country ever went to war going, we're wrong. Let's go to war. 
Right. They went to war believing they're right. Everybody believes they're right. The thing with scuba diving is we all, the people that are most... Uh, vehement. Vehement, thank you. The most vehement argument or the people that have the most enthusiasm or they're just dug into their views. At the base of it, they both share this common love for diving, but they don't see that when they're fighting. All they see is, I dive this way, you dive the wrong way, right? My, Of course, my way is right. And, you know, it's the same thing with the nationalism and... To a certain, and there are good aspects to nationalism. There are positive growth. You know, sh- you should have some pride in the things you do. You need to, uh, in order to continue to do it and improve upon it. It's that when you get to this crazy, insane aspects of it, and that's the thing with diving as well. People go crazy, insane. It's with religion, right? It's with politics, it's, just, it's a good thing that through the uh, the late nineties and early two thousands. Scuba agencies weren't allowed to bomb each other. <laughs> exactly. They, did. they were not <laughs> allowed to have the, weapons. <laughs> there would have been nuclear holocaust. Yes. <laughs> well, they have weapons of mass destruction. <laughs> I'm surprised some of the agencies didn't accuse other agencies of weapons of mass destruction back in those early, oh, yeah. late yeah, 90s, yeah. early 2000s days. Well, I mean, the thing is, too, is we should talk about how did we get into this. Well, we're talking about this article, and it brings up... a. Uh, a diver claiming to have the quote-unquote unofficial deep diving record, and he happens to be the head of a major agency now. And basically, he's being called out. Nobody believes what he has to say. Well, we're not going to do that article. Today. Yeah, we won't talk about that. I want to read through yeah, it again. Yeah, yeah. I want to get, get... But I was just commenting like, yeah, 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 most of the people in high positions like this got there by lying, che- cheating, stealing, walking on somebody else. You know, people that... I don't want this person working here. So they promote, they got promoted. And then they also don't have any problem with doing, in their mind, doing whatever it takes to get to your position is perfectly acceptable. You know, it's like the old saying, all's fair in love and war. And they look at it like all's fair in me getting to the top of this heap. So I will lie, cheat, and steal. And I will even make up a story about having the deepest dive. In order to you know lend some credibility right, right. to my resume, yeah, that's going to be a good one. That's, that's going to be a fun one to do. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so uh, I need another cup of coffee. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm joking. Intern, <laughs> yes, intern. intern. We we should make up names for our interns, like, and we should name them after famous Daniel. singers. I was going to name mine Billy Joel. Billy Joel, grab me a coffee. Hey, Billy Joel. Tiffany, I'm gonna. She was just that pop singer. Oh, Tiffany, yes. Back in the like the the, the Debbie the Debbie the Debbie Gibson days. Share, grab me a coffee. Tiffany. <laughs> Tiffany. Tiffany. Can you uh she'll be my personal assistant. Okay. Tiffany? Tiffany, yours. You had a crush on Tiffany, didn't you? No, that's no, why my sister did. Well, my sister like played her records. I was trying to play my Oh, she really I was trying to play uh, my Ozzy Osbourne records. Uh, and w- when you're battling of Oz. when you're battling Ozzy Osbourne versus Tiffany. My kids think I'm Ozzy Osbourne. That shrieking yeah. A <laughs> <laughs> mall singing blankety blank. Well, we, can't, we can't tell people who our personal assistants are. No, they actually they are. No, that's, that's why our, we make up names for them. Secret. That's, that's why we make secret. up names. That's why mine's Billy Joel, according to everybody. Billy, sing me a song while you grab my coffee. All right, Tiffany, bring me another coffee. Thanks, Tuts. <laughs> so, as we gaze out upon our library of dive, I got, I got some books, new additions. Oh, yeah? What'd you get? Oh, and I just ordered. I found online. Oh. found on eBay that it's, it, it's, your, a, it's that is big, your wife getting mad at you. Well, I've been looking for this book, and I thought Craig had it somewhere, but yeah. I don't know if he's got it. I mean, it's like it's the size of that 
Jacques Cousteau, the Ocean World book. Yeah. It it was it came out in probably the early 2000s. It was uh, that Diving Pioneers book. Yeah. That I think Brett might have, I know he's got a chapter in it. Yeah. But uh, he might have put it out. It's I mean, it's, it goes through like all the big names from, what was it, uh, Hans? Uh, Hans Haas. Yeah, yeah, from, uh, from the early days all the way up. Hans and Lot. All the way up through, mm-hmm. you know, the, the modern era. Mm-hmm. Going, like big chapters. Groovy. Well written, but I found a copy for twenty five bucks. Nice, yeah, that's a good book to have. That'll that'll uh, spur some ideas. Welcome <laughs> back to the Great Dive Podcast with your one host Jamesy and your your second host Brando and, and your, your second, second host Brando. Brando. I don't know what accent. I, I don't know. I was, I was trying to. I keep I was, wanting I was to, uh, about to say James, and I said no. I should, I should yeah, well, go back to Jamesy, and yes. then I tried to throw some flair in it, but it sounded like a question. Like I didn't even wasn't sure it was really myself. I was like, "And your host, Jamesy? Jamesy? Perhaps we need to work on our accents Jamesy, or our impersonations. We do. We I'd like to, to see a Burt Lancaster. <laughs> I'd like to be introduced by Burt Lancaster. I can't. I can't do one right now. I'm not even gonna try. I, not, I don't even know where to go with that. Okay, so um, welcome back to the Great Dive Podcast with your host, James. And your host, Brandon Charles Schwartz, for another reading of the Great Dive Podcast. Lovely. So last week we took a little, uh, took a little break, and we're going to extend that break. So we'll talk to you guys next week. <laughs> no, so, so last week we... Uh, we told you we were taking uh, a little detour with that emergency weather report that we did. Yes. And um, in the meantime, you know, a- after doing that, we came across a-, a new article that just came out out on the, the TDI SDI site that uh, I thought was pretty fitting. And it kind of goes along the line with where we're at right now. And so I think we'll play with this a little bit. And it- it's going to be a good lead up for, the- for something big that we're working on with you guys. It's going to be a huge lead up. To something humongous. This is going to be really big. Because taking the taking the time for the emergency action dive or the, yeah. the emergency weather report dive that we did <laughs> was nice and fitting and allowed us to kind of regroup where we're going, uh, get some more research and information for you guys, so it uh, comes together a little bit better, a little bit bigger. And it was really timely and fitting for dealing with the bad weather and, and you know that uh, so many divers are going to be in situations coming up this year on dive boats mm-hmm. and hopefully they walk away with a, a lot of good information a lot of jokes a lot of fun a uh, lot of a uh, lot, lot of talk in there last week but a lot of jocularity yes jocularity i would say i was gonna say <laughs> something, something else <laughs> uh that so i want you to know something scuba diving yes scuba diving it's not just for vacation no, no, it's for uh, a daily activity. I I would agree. <laughs> no, that, that that's the title of this article. Yes, I did see that. I did see that. So yeah. um, that's the title of this article, and I came across it last week, and I thought it was great. The well, title well, or the article? Just the title. The article okay. sucks. The article's horrid. The article's like a mishmash of five-year-old <laughs> jibber-jabber. No, it's, the whole thing's really good, and uh, very fitting for... For divers today to to read, to understand and kind of feel, because it's got a little bit of that that deep passion that a lot of divers don't have right now. And we were having a conversation, you know, just the other day at the shop about you know thirty years ago the amount of diving divers did, and especially local 
inland Midwestern divers who would buy all their gear. They bought their good suits. They were diving in probably some local club. The club activity back then was high. They were doing, you know, I mean, most of the clubs had a full 12-month schedule of diving, even locally here in the in the, in, the, in Michigan and, mm-hmm. you know, the, the Midwest area. That activity really drove the industry for a long time. And then round about those 80s or so, you know, the industry started really making that push for the traveling diver and mm-hmm. looking at, you know, the, the amount of money that was being spent in the, like the, the skiing industry of the traveling yeah. skier going on vacation, ski travel. Well, to, to, yeah. Right. To, mm-hmm. uh, to, uh, so it wasn't just the local guys who lived in Denver, mm-hmm. you know, weren't the guys that, that were doing all the skiing. It was people from Florida, you know, taking uh, their winter trip mm-hmm. instead of going down further to the Caribbean, they were going up to the mountains and uh, doing a week of snow skiing, which meant they needed to buy fancy skis and fancy ski jackets and fancy ski hats and fancy ski goggles and mm-hmm. fancy ski gloves. And and they made this push in the industry for it lighter weight. in the 80s. Yeah, yeah. Well, do you know, I mean, what what's driving that, just to give people a little more background, is the economy was picking up. People were making money and uh, people want to, you know, frown that they th- threw any morals and whatever out and they just made money. And that was the birth of the yuppies and all this. But people enjoy a nice lifestyle, especially in our United States, because of that era where it became things became affordable because people made more money and the businesses started to see that, hey, like traveling, if we have this flight costing $1,000, nobody can afford it. Five people might go and we were, were having empty flights. Let's put the flight at $250 round trip. There'll be full flights. We'll make 10 times as much money. So they started thinking more with the business head. And this was in the 80s when this happened. I remember everything exploded. And I don't mean bomb exploded, but people's incomes went way up. Homes were being built. The economy was thriving. And I know not everybody thrived. But you know what? Not everybody thrives. You can't have everybody doing well. That's Life. Life. That is the reality of the world. Yeah, all that happened in the 80s because of an upswing in the economy, and they looked at business models. Skiing could do this, and scuba followed skiing. It wasn't versa visa. So the philosophy changed, and the diver ended up changing. Right. So that, that local knocking out a diver to a week consistently year-round and being happy and content with those dives, that diver started to go away. and the, well, diver, the business model changed. Right, and the diver became somebody who was strictly a traveling diver for the overwhelming majority. They were, right, that's because the business model changed. Because the business people, the people running the scuba industry, didn't promote diving locally, especially in the cold areas, because it... The people would they would do it for a very short period of time. It took only the hardy. There weren't a lot of numbers. There, there weren't a lot of numbers. Now the, and the, the big the ones, money was traveling. The, the ones that were there were hardy and consistent, and but they and didn't they have dove. the money. That's why, right? So they 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 had their gear and they dove locally. They weren't taking those big trips. Maybe, you know, once every every so often. Mm-hmm. Versus the industry really geared itself around the hey, you should be do, you know shooting down to the Caribbean. You should be shooting out to 
you know, the South Pacific. You should be mm-hmm. doing all this traveling stuff. Promote a jet set lifestyle. And the people that will buy into that jet set lifestyle are the people with a lot of money. Yeah. And then, They'll buy the then, gear, you know, use and it then once or twice. The, you know, the, now the industry is changing again, you know, because that, that market's changed a saturated. little bit. It's saturated. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the new kids coming up, you know, aren't. They aren't hardy. They're not, they're hardy, not hardy. They're not hardy enough in either way of, of mentally wanting to do that much. They don't work hard. They're not smart. You, 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 say, that, you say that like a dad. Like, look, it's, like, and it's like you're looking at a family album right now. Just No, it's just that uh, as a parent, you look at, the, you know, you always said when I was your age, and you think I'll never become my parents and say when I was your age. But you have to have a reference point when you're raising children. Like I look at a lot of things my parents did and say I would never do that. And I, I use that as my negative, like don't go there ever. And then there are things they did and that I go, this worked really well with me. I'm going to try to use this technique or whatever with raising the kids. But you are always comparing when I was your age. You're always, you have to. That's your reference point. And a lot of it is kids don't have to get a job when they're 8 and 9 and 10. You know, I was doing newspapers um, and I, you can blame yeah, it on the parents they, for yeah, giving they, them everything. Right, yeah, yeah, giving them everything agreed. They don't want, they, they want to do a little bit of everything because they, they've been told they can do everything. Well, it, so you've they, been pressured they, they too wanna, as a parent. Wanna, yeah, they want to jump in the water mm-hmm. and do a dive, and then I've dove. Yeah. Now I got to do something know, else. Now I got to go bungee jumping. Mm-hmm. Now I got to go. Yeah, don't put any work in to perfect anything. Don't practice to get a, the real joy out of any endeavor is in your building of the skill and becoming good at it. You know, and that's what I've told my, my Yeah, so I think yeah. the, that's where we have a problem. Know, the, the, this economy, the the market keeps changing, the diver in particular keeps changing, mm-hmm. and it's going to change again. And I think this article did a really okay. good job of saying and addressing the change being Let's try in, it. In a way, like consider consider this as as your as your change as a diver. Okay. So it was written by uh, Dylan Waters, and he you think start- that's his real name. My name is Bobby Fins. <laughs> I'm a writer, a scuba writer, if you will. <laughs> uh, well done, well done. I, I never even crossed, <laughs> never even crossed my mind. The name's Justin Title. Tidal pools, Justin Tidal pools, the name, and I'm a singer songwriter. My name is Shark. <laughs> my name. <laughs> my name's Shark Johnson. <laughs> Shark Johnson. I love that guy. Greatest diver ever been. Greatest dive writer there ever was. <laughs> no, I'm sure Dylan Waters is. It's a coincidence. All right, the days of. <laughs> The days of scuba diving being considered a bucket list item you check off on a random tropical vacation are long gone. Scuba diving is a growing lifetime recreational activity that has families, friends, and individuals all bonding over the beauty of the new world they've discovered. Did you know scuba offers many other benefits besides the obvious exercise and sightseeing opportunities? These are, these are benefits for divers of any age, too. Now, let's look at just a few things that scuba diving can be used for. We can use it for... Education. We can use it for education? Oh, yeah. Educating people about what's under under the sea waves. Under yeah. the sea, man. What is that song? Under the sea. There you go. Under the sea. Pull out your reggae, man. Under the sea. Scuba diving allows people to enter a different world full of new and exciting things. 
For divers of any age, this can create a thirst for new knowledge and, after your initial certification, the opportunities to learn more about the underwater world continue to grow. There are a plethora of specialty courses that offer you a chance to learn different activities while diving. And since scuba diving courses are egalitarian, you and your family or friends can take the classes together without the worry of being the person who knows the least. I don't, I never have that worry. I've never had that worry in my life. Usually it's the opposite worry. Oh, that guy knows way too much. They're the egalitarian. Have you ever, uh... I've been in a class where most, where I'm, there's 30 people in the class and 29 of them have the egalitarian worry. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever talked to somebody about this? I'm talking to people right now about it. I know this. Uh, I know it's this a heavy really, burden knowing everything. I know this good doctor. His name's uh, Shark Johnson. Shark Johnson, PhD, MDD, BDS. Shark Johnson. Shark Johnson would be a good uh, dentist, I think, based yeah. on uh, you know sharks' teeth. Shark Mouth Johnson, they call me. So for the, for the new for the new diver coming in, the education you know at the beginning is you need to you need to know how to breathe from a regulator, right? You need to realize that. You've got to control your buoyancy. You're not you're not walking along a gravity bound bottom. You you know have to have some emergency protocols in there. Yeah, the third dimension. Yeah, one. Mm-hmm. But but once you actually got Movement. that certification card in your hand, I think what a what a diver can understand, you know, in this big world of diving, that so much can be learned about yourself, about the world. With everything, though, yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah So, yeah, yeah. but I, th- mm-hmm. but so let's let's equate it to everything. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, is is um, is rock climbing for the guy at that high level? For him, is it really about knowing how to place the holds and no. move the and chalk the hands and grab, ultimately, or is it that spiritual journey? At the ultimately, end? all knowledge is self knowledge. Quote me. I'm quoting, quoting Bruce oh, Lee. Yeah. Actually, and Bruce Lee is actually quoting old Taoist philosophy, which ultimately, I mean, that's what we can say about everything in I life think, is um, it's all self-knowledge, remember, learning about yourself. I remember Bruce Lee saying, Beezy Snorkel. Beezy Snorkel. No, he didn't have a French accent, first of all. <laughs> Be the snorkel. Be the snorkel. All snorkels are self-snorkels. <laughs> so anyway, well, yeah. Ultimately, it is about you know self knowledge. Ultimately, it is a you know journey of discovering yourself, as everything is. But I think diving helps in that. I mean, that's a a path that I've chosen to learn more about myself. That's part of the draw for diving for me, as I learn more about myself than than anything else, how I behave, you know, how I uh, fit into the world, kind of thing. And the only way you get to that point where the diving is actually learning more about yourself is you have to become very competent at it. You know, you have to become skillful in it. You have to practice it. You have to learn the different areas of diving. In a, in a way, you know, I'm, I'm always bitching and complaining about the card system, you know, like it's a marketing scam. And it is a marketing technique in many respects. Uh, that's what it was developed for. It was modeled after the Boy Scout, give everybody a little badge and they'll want to keep moving forward. But so you use that card system to your advantage. In other words, go take those classes and get some of those cards because you are still getting an education. You are still expanding your horizon. And at the beginning level, you need to do that, especially in that card system, because the open water basic card by no means, not even in the greatest stretch of the word these days, maybe back in the in the old days 
you know, like the YW, YM, YMCA days where that was, you know, where the L.A. County, they right. taught you how to dive that way. That was the card you needed and you, you would grow on your own from there because they prepared you to handle almost anything thrown well, there, away. And there, there, was no, there was no marketing plan to the educational system. So you got that card to make you ready for the, the world and then maybe... You went to instructor. Years later, you went to advanced and then an instructor. Right. There was no the, specialties. Yeah. There, there weren't all the steps in between. Mm-hmm. And you know, the industry realized if we're going to have a business model behind this, right. it can't be that drastic of a step. Right. From the the beginner to the advanced. Well, right. We can, we, you we have can to throw s- all these split it all up. And, right. And I think that that was probably smart in the sense of money making. You know, an economy of the business. Yeah, and I, I would say it's also smart in the sense of retaining. Well, that's money. Yeah, yeah that's what re- I mean. Retaining, retaining the, the diver, diver and, yeah. and giving them something to look at. Because I mean, if you walk into a a martial arts school, you know, a yeah, successful a, mm-hmm. a successful martial arts school is going to have all the these different degrees of mm-hmm. belts. Now, if you really like went to like the the jungles of Asia and found some true master. Mm-hmm. He's not going to have any belts. He's going to have one belt, and it takes 27 and years to get. And you're going to get beat with it for 27 years, <laughs> yes. right? And then yes. he's going to eventually tell you. He's you know, 70 years old, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. All right, but, but that guy's got one student. He's living in poverty. He's, uh, you know, you're eating rice. Whereas. Drink, you might drink some dirty old water on a daily basis. As First, a school instructor now, you can have 50 rich. students, and you live in poverty. <laughs> <laughs> you're just working your ass off in poverty. Anyway. <laughs> So a lot of divers, they need that. They need that draw to go, you know, that that push to, oh, I want my advanced. Oh, I I really want to get that, that, uh, you know, that deep diver. I really want to get that uh, rescue diver. And those are, I mean, uh, they're good, notable and and worthwhile classes to keep you involved and keep you moving and to keep you learning. No doubt about it. The very small increment, incremental steps. And that's, that's what may be helping to keep divers involved with diving. Because if you came out and said, here's this monumental task in order to get your card. It's going to take a while. It's going to take a lot of hard work hard work, and a lot of money. People are going to go, well, I ain't got any of that in me. Well, you know? it, it's like the, uh, yeah, it's, it's so, like the rationale behind the, like the tandem dive and skydiving. Yeah. Right? Do you want to, you want to learn how to, what it Do takes full, to, to yeah. skydive, you know? We can teach uh, you how no. to jump out of this plane yeah. for. Do you want to yeah. learn what it takes to, <laughs> to, to really like go skydiving? And people right. are like, no, I'm just. Strap me onto your back uh-huh. and uh, let's, I want the experience. I want the experience. Yeah, and maybe they get into it a little bit more. And, and again, you know, that's good because in a certain way, it, it'll weed out people that don't really want to get into diving, that maybe that's not their path or their journey that they want to undertake. Whereas some people who fall in love with it and really have a passion for it, I think the biggest thing I'd like to say out of our little spiel about it is people that are doing this and you do have that passion, you can use it for that self-discovery journey, that path of uh, learning about yourself. Yeah, yeah. It's it's when you when you get to the point where you're not stressed in the water, where you, you've got mm-hmm. true control of your buoyancy, yeah. you've got true control of your balance and your awareness, you can really start to quiet your mind. You're doing and really, without doing. And, and be able to mm-hmm. see with your spirit down there and you learn who you are. And that's really when you're like, I just love doing this. I have to keep doing it. And uh, the card system can help you get there. What I have a problem with is that people believe that that's it. Once they have the cards, they're good to go. Or once they take this one class, they're good to go. Once they become a trimix diver, I'm it. Or I'm a cave diver, that's it. That's 
about the opposite of diving for me in the sense of every door I opened just showed me how much more I needed to know. Well, and, and I think how that, little I know. I know? think that is the true essence of your and I's perspective of education is it's not about receiving that next card. It's opening those doors to realizing there's so much more to learn. Right. And the what I need to learn isn't that next card as much as it is all these other people, mm-hmm. all these other forms of knowledge, all these other sources of knowledge. You know, it's like when you read a when you read a good book, it's it's not that you've completed the book and it's done. It's mm-hmm. usually that that book opens your mind mm-hmm. so much as there's 10 other ones now that I want to Or you read it again, you know, yeah. like if you, the Tao Te Ching, I read it when I was very young and yeah, it's a good book, a lot of wisdom. You read it as a 30-year-old, it's different. Now you're like, whoa, that's a pretty good book. And get into it. Read it as a 50-year-old, and you're like, that is the, you know, that is the book of life, really. That is, that, it has a different meaning each time. And that's, a, again, a good book, and that's diving. Every time you go in, it's a different thing. It's a different uh uh, lesson. It's a different little aspect of yourself you learn about. I don't know. That's me. I don't well, want to get too deep in a, we'll get the ch- Chinese music going in Chinese. Yeah, yeah. And I use Chinese because they, they're the smartest people on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the next thing that Dylan mentions that, that diving can be used for is for conservation. Scuba divers learn to love the water and the creatures that call it home. For many divers, marine conservation becomes an important part of their thinking, and they want to do their part to help protect it. In addition, citizen science courses offer students the opportunity to apply the knowledge they are learning in the classroom to something practical and useful in the real world. This can mean volunteering to help build coral reefs, to build coral reef trees in the Florida Keys, raising awareness in their local communities, creating nonprofit groups, or even deciding to take up marine conservation as a career path. What's the plural of reef? Is it reefs, like life and lives? No, it's reef seas. Reef seas. I would like uh, to order three reef seas. Hey, let's dive these reef seas, baby. We're going to dive two different <laughs> reef seas today. I think, I think if you're working as a dive master, if you want to piss people off, and my other old, my other Scotty old buddy used to just purposely say the wrong word of something just to oh, piss yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. And it was awesome. Like, did you see that movie, The Matrices? <laughs> and you, they're like, you mean The Matrix? No, no, The Matrices with Keanu Reeves, where he's like, you know, these, these martial art moves in slow motion. Did you ever see that movie? It's really good. No, you're, you're talking about The Matrix. Uh, no, The Matrices. <laughs> So the reef sees, here's the thing. If you don't know it's there and a big corporation is f***ing it up or all the plastics being dumped into it and it's not in your face, you're unaware of it, you're not going to take action with it. You're not going to you know, voice your opinion. You're not going to have this conservation viewpoint. And once you dive and you're in it and you see the beauty and the incredibleness, if that is that right, the awesomeness, the majestic underwater world, you don't want people to it up and, and realizing now that you're in it that it's a fraction of what it was it is a fraction of what it was in many places it's coming back like we were down in florida reef looked beautiful it's coming back i know it's nothing like it was say 30 to 40 years ago but it's it's way better than it was 
10 years ago. It's yeah, coming back. It was beautiful. The, the marine yeah. life was magnificent. So just think what it was like 40 or 50. You know, look at Jacques' yeah, old movies. You, Holy and, moly. You know, when you, you become immune to it, I don't, I don't know, being a, a land person because... Landlubber. We, we, you, you get immune to... Land... It's just normal to... It's normal to see litter on the side of the road. It's normal to see somebody dropping cigarette butts out their car window. It's normal to be on a street corner and there's there's garbage along. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you tend to see that everywhere. When you get into the water as a diver you don't and, and see you it. see a plastic bag like you drifting along, it hits you right yeah. in the soul. It hit my soul really hard. I, my soul was in the hospital, the soul hospital. I had soul trauma. <laughs> soul! Because <laughs> yeah, it does get you. It gets you. I mean, when you see that, it it really like God damn it. Let's uh let's work on cleaning this place up because the fish, they're innocent. Yeah, and you, you you want that. You, you see those. You want it pristine still. And the, the diver well, I mean, diving ethos. Go to, is, I mean, when you go to when you go to the water, mm-hmm. it's for cleansing your soul, is it not? In a way, sure. It's it's. Clearing your mind. Clearing your mind. You're right. It's that meditative space. Yes. Yeah. So Getting when you go to... there to do that, to 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 feel the 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 wash of the waves, to feel that that pounding, cleansing water hit you, and then you know there's a a, a garbage bag, yeah. you know, or a Myers bag. There's a Myers by, bag, yeah. you know, floating around with uh with empty pop bottles. Yeah. Boy, I mean, it, whiskey it hits. bottle. So you so you want. When you become part of that that water world, you want that cleanliness to continue. You want yeah. to, yeah. You don't want to jump in and see that crap. You're trying to escape that crap. So it does breed conservationism. And then mm-hmm. the more you learn, you start to to realize um, some of the areas of the world where the, there is issues with the coral itself. You know, the the next class and the next source of education that you do may not necessarily be anything that gives you any credibility to dive a deeper, longer more demanding spot but it just gives you more knowledge about the growth of a, a piece of coral right. or the mm-hmm. the evolution of a marine life or how things have or how, changed yeah. changed in certain areas or how they just interact together and the, you know the whole big picture you get a little part of the big picture every time you jump in and the picture is humongous so you're never going to get the whole thing but you get a little part at a time so yeah, I li- th- that is absolutely true. The diving does breed a uh, a sense of need to protect that environment. Hey, you look at your daughter, for instance. Yes. Who uh, you know became a diver. Now she's uh, well on her way to uh, a degree in marine biology. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she's down in uh, Madagascar transplanting coral as her thesis. So that's a pretty pretty good deal. So it does. I mean, you can see that firsthand that and I like to believe introducing her to the underwater world opened that up for her, or at least was the spark that ignited the fire there. So. I would certainly have to have to think so. I mean, yeah. uh, the likelihood that her coming from a a family of mountain climbers, right? Right. Uh, or snow skiers. Like the sound of music. Uh, right. People. Right, right. And to have that same drive for marine right. conservation pretty mm-hmm. unlikely. The the next thing he mentions is therapy. How do you? Why do you feel this way? Well, what makes you say this, James? How did you feel about your mother as a child? <laughs> How does this make you feel? Okay, if you were to ask a group of divers what scuba is to them, you will probably hear many variations of the same answer: therapeutic. Diving has a surreal meditational feeling that seems to silence 
the outside world and the mundane reality that comes with it. All your above water problems are left at the surface. As we breathe throughout a dive, we tend to breathe slower and deeper than normal, which induces a state of calmness. This allows you to enjoy your underwater surroundings in an almost surreal state of being and helps you feel mentally relaxed once your day of diving is over. And you should probably add that this only happens, this therapy therapeutic effect only happens if you're comfortable in the water. Excellent point. Right? You are not going to be relaxing and enjoying if your, uh, you know, I just want to live mentality is, in, is going on when you're diving. And that's where it comes in that you've got to become competent at it. Right. And the only way you're going to do that is by routine diving. Uh, and and, yes. and, a, mm-hmm. and a willingness to learn and a emphasis on growth versus card collecting. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. True. True improvement. Not just an addition to the to the logbook of card or that, slots or that jacket of patches or the yellow jacket of fame. The relaxation effect that that uh, you're in a different world. You're floating in three dimensions. That whole aspect right there, and especially if you can become very calm in that in that environment like that, that will get you into that meditative state, you know, that flow state, that, that doing without doing kind of uh, zen kind of feeling, that flow state that many athletes talk about. You get there underwater when you're competent and you're just that relaxed. And you talk about this meditative kind of feeling, and that's when it happens. And it, it only happens if you're competent. And it well, only that's, happens. Uh, that's very true, is that is the therapy, right? If right. You're, if you're getting in the water nervous and unsure, that's going to consume your mind most of the dive. And then maybe you're down long enough that you start to relax at the end, but then... You got the hardest part is not corking on the on that right. safety stop, and then so the anxiety comes up again, and you get out of the water, and you're like, oh yeah, I was I was able to to get down there and really relax for a couple of minutes versus. versus getting to the point where the whole dive is peace. The only way that happens is through diving often, you know, continually jumping in and gaining that comfort level. You know, it's like anything else. Even you look at how people drive nowadays, although a lot of them are out there, but driving can be very therapeutic once you're so good at it and relaxed and comfortable that you're just in it doing it, you know. As long as you're not on 696. Yeah. Rehabilitation as well. Um, He mentioned scientific research conducted by John Hopkins University has shown that scuba diving greatly assists those with serious physical injuries and is exceptionally successful in reducing reported symptoms of post-traumatic stress disorder and traumatic brain injury. It is no wonder the therapeutic benefits of scuba are being used to treat physical and emotional disabilities among soldiers and many other groups of people and is being researched for other types of rehabilitation. Is it John Hopkins? Because that's different than Johns Hopkins. (laughs) One's very prestigious there is this guy named John Hopkins who's trying to capitalize off the name. I'm opening up a university. Come on by. <laughs> Look it up. Where's your, where's your, no, it is Johns Hopkins. I know the, the university is Johns Hopkins. I was just looking at the article that you're reading, and it does say John Hopkins, and that's why I'm wondering, did he just make a typo, or is he really quoting John Hopkins? <laughs> It doesn't take away from the whole idea that there is yes. a reha- rehabilitative uh, advantage or an advantage towards rehabilitation 
physically by being in the water. It takes all the weight off you, right? You can move in three three dimensions, and you're much lighter. You don't have the stress on the bones, muscles. Right, and um, you know the the PTSD stuff. Yeah, being consumed mentally with being underwater, staying alive, controlling your buoyancy. You know, getting your mind off of the. The, yes. the stress that you've been dealing with and focusing right, can, it can give home. you that yeah mm-hmm. it can give you that calm that uh, that you need so there's certainly a, a a strong portion oh yeah it goes to that meditative state you get in if you you become very competent very good at it and being in that environment that tranquil three-dimensional no weight environment uh, absolutely really and the the better you get at at finding peace there you can translate that into the rest of your life which is what we were saying earlier is is that not the true growth of of the diver is is finding yourself right yeah and that's what again we've said use diving for self-discovery for learning about yourself life etc it's a bigger vision than just i want to go look at some fish yeah we you and i call it the art of diving which which we treat it not much different than learning a martial art Exactly. Right? Except instead of being, you know, the the Taekwondo school on the corner with all the belts, you and I are more like the monk in the <laughs> home. The, the, the monk out in the woods. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes, as a matter of fact, let's uh, play this little clip of us. This is a clip from last week's walk lessons. <laughs> the rice paper with your fins on. <laughs> when you can shuffle walk backwards. Now clear your mask. Yes. Clear without clearing. (laughs) That is the true clearing. To clear without clearing is the true clearing of clearing a mask. You cannot bend the regulator. The regulator will not bend. The only way to bend the regulator is to realize there is no regulator. The true self speaks to you in a bubble. It takes control to hear that bubble. Okay, you can use it as, and uh, next you can use it as, as a hobby. If you're looking for a new hobby to do in your free time, there are plenty to choose from as a diver. Many of your land-based hobbies can also be practiced underwater. If you enjoy photography, underwater photos can be a wonderful addition to your portfolio. A history buff can focus on diving historical dive sites and shipwrecks, while someone who enjoys marine life can dive coral reefs or do a shark dive. Or let's say you enjoy hunting and fishing. You could combine the two with diving and begin spearfishing on the weekends. No matter what it is that you like to do, you can more than likely find a way to do it below the surface too. Absolutely. So this is, this, this is one of the things that I enjoy about diving is all the walks of life that come together on a dive boat being underwater to be underwater but they hold uh, their own separate interests possibly you know i.e a photographer or history buff or shipwrecks or fish identification or whatever yeah 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 so you bring them all together there the individual divers you know they all share that love for diving versus you look at the agencies which are more divisive they uh they want to say their way is the best way And, and again we've said this before is Underneath it all, the bedrock of it all, of each one of their, their uh, the foundation of each one of these agencies is a love for diving. Am I right? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, That's I, why, you know, even though this isn't my agency, mm-hmm. you know, uh, that this article's from, it, it's... They still, it's, it's well mm-hmm. done, and that's what I liked about 
what Dylan Waters is sharing here mm-hmm. is, is, in my opinion, he kind of gets it. He gets it that that aspect, but then there's the businessmen who run the agency, and they they had to go listen. We have to separate ourselves from the other agencies, so yeah. we have to be divisive, and we have to stick by our our philosophies different and better, so that we can sell it. It's a double edged sword in many respects, right? In order to have the agencies, you have to be separate from each other. Sure, but I mean, there's there's plenty of. They could do it in a more well, brotherly love fashion. I guess you could say that there's plenty of agencies that would have put out a very similar article to oh, yeah, this, yeah, yeah, and yeah. it would have mentioned there's a underwater hunting mm-hmm. class that you can sign up for. <laughs> the, here's the, here's the link to it right now, <laughs> yes. and uh, there's a shark shark uh, identification uh, specialty that you can you know sign up for uh, right now. Here's the link. Um, you know what I mean? No, I, I I see exactly what you're saying. Yeah. Definitely don't forget the adventure, right? That's uh, the next point he brings up. Scuba diving gives you an undeniable sense of adventure. There is an entirely new world underwater with its own species, communities, and ways of life waiting to be discovered by you. With 71% of the earth being water, it goes without saying that if you want to see the world, you need to break free from the larger reality of the other 29%. Not only is being underwater a part of the adventure, but the new places you will travel for diving may be ones that you had never considered going before. In short, scuba diving allows you to see and experience things that can be found in no other way. Absolutely. That's a huge I, draw. Sure. I think that's the main draw mm-hmm. initially for people. Right. Is that adventure. Mm-hmm. They, they want to do something they, you know, besides seeing it on a, on a pop-up on Facebook. Right? You know, besides seeing it on TV, you know, when they're uh, flipping channels at night. You know, they want to be part of it. They want that adventure to do something besides wake up, go to the office, come home, sit mm-hmm. on the couch, go to bed, wake up, go to the office, come home, sit on the couch, go to bed. They they want that adventure. They need the change, yeah. That's human it, nature. And that's and I, I think diving does that oh yeah. So well much more so than a lot of other activities. Absolutely. I mean, uh the thing about diving, especially nowadays, is you can uh find whatever level of adventure you're comfortable with in other words you don't need to risk your life (laughs) to have an adventure you can go you know go down uh like the dives we we did this weekend you're not you know they're not life risking they you don't have to travel you know 10 days by foot into a jungle to go do it but if you want that it's available and you can be places where not many people have ever. Well, that's been, one of the things that I tell people all the time, coming in and just looking for it. You know, they they just trying to get get a feel for is this something I can even do? You know, do I? Do, I'm not a great you know uh, athlete. I'm not a strong um, swimmer. <laughs> that that well, we gotta work on, but yeah. But you know that that sense of you know is it even possible? You know, right. Uh, to, for, is it possible for some mm-hmm. uh, just middle aged guy living in Michigan to be a scuba diver? You know, well, of you, course, you get yeah. that mm-hmm. you get that question mm-hmm. all the time. And what what I say to him is that's the the cool thing is diving will give you everything you want. Mm-hmm. You know, you do you want that intense, high stress world? Yeah, huge uh, sacrifice. Uh, uh, you know, adventure. Yeah, yeah you can do it. Do you want something very light and easy and simple that yeah. really anybody can get underwater and Warm do? Warm water. Yeah. Somebody sets the gear up for you. You show up yeah. in the morning. You get dropped off for cocktails and, and you're done. And uh, the, the beauty of scuba, much unlike most, most other activities, I think, is there's both of those extremes. And there's a million variations in between the two of them, too. 
Lastly, he mentions community. Scuba is a social sport. You will meet many new people and make new friends from all over the world in an intercultural exchange. Just by going out and diving, you will begin to build relationships with the local and world diving community. In addition, when children become scuba divers, they will be immersed in a multicultural, multi-generational circle of healthy living adventure enthusiasts. Once certified, you may find local dive clubs in your community that you didn't even know existed, or you can even start one of your own, like the Great Dive Podcast Dive Club. I love those guys. Attending or hosting a dive club meeting is a great way to meet the local divers in your area, share dive stories, and learn about new sites that you will want to try out. Of all the things that Scuba has given me the opportunity to do, the part I enjoy the most is being involved in the community that is built around it. You see so many people coming into the shop that want to get into scuba diving for almost the sole purpose of a social activity, something to bond with other people. You know, they know it's a group of a community, as we've already said, of people that they want to belong to. Um, that's part of the, you know, yeah, that's part they, of it. You see a lot of singles thinking they're going to, you know, they want to meet up with other singles, but they're, that's social. Yeah, you know, but they want to they want to be in a, not, in a group uh, of people that are out exploring yeah. the world and doing something. They don't want Tinder; they want scuba. We're we're the other Tinder. I'm working on that app <laughs> right now, <laughs> the scuba Tinder. Uh, but no, they they do want to connect with other Skinder. people that have a uh, draw to the underwater world. There's one that's a good common you know social common factor to get to know each other. I mean, know, I like underwater. Take you know, say what you will about these different agencies that we've mentioned, right? right? And, and the different philosophies and the different mentality mm-hmm. and the split finner versus the jet finner versus mm-hmm. the long hoser versus the uh, air sourcer, right? You take all mm-hmm. these different people, right? The day before the dive goes out and you sit them around a, a table, food, cocktails, and just talking about their favorite dives in general. Yeah. Everybody's having a great time. Right. Everybody's... It's a wonderful community. Because they're sharing something in common, that love for underwater. They're all sharing that. Not the technique, right. not the philosophy. Well, then that comes yeah. in later, and that's where yeah, the, then the they, arguing starts. Yeah, because, and the knives. Because the, we lose track of what we're really there for. Right. It's easy to lose track because people want to be right. And that being said, I mean, that leads us into the next thing, is people come in there for the social aspect and get into diving, but then you've you got to remember that when people come in and there, especially when they're just beginning, they're going to hook up in a community where you have different levels of skill, different levels of abilities. And one of the, I mean, this is a problem in the community, if you ask me, is some of the people with higher skill levels or even different philosophies and higher skill levels will beat up on the, the newer people and the less experienced and less skilled, where I think I don't know, is is that prevalent in other endeavors and other activities? For example, rock climbing. I don't know if it is as prevalent. I'm not in those activities, but I, I know that probably there is something to that. I would say if there is a rock climbing forum, the answer is yes. Yeah, yeah, I guess all we have to do is go online and look at the forum. So I know it's not, you know, specific to scuba diving. It's not our own curse, but it is an aspect of scuba diving that we should all work to, you know, try to minimize. At some point, you're going to be gone. You're going to be done and gone. Yes. And those newbies are going to 
carry hopefully on, fill they're going to carry our on fins. the the magnesium torch of Jacques Cousteau. They're going to get into our split fins of. They're, they're gonna, the split fins they're of the future. Our, they're the little split fins <laughs> of the future. <laughs> they're going to spring strap on my jet fins and take over. There you go. I like that one better. Yeah. Anyway, step into our jets and uh, swim away, carrying the magnesium torch of. Right, and I would hope that the the people that are. I would hope that the people that were in my circle mm-hmm. carry on a a an uplifting draw of the community mm-hmm. of bringing in new people and not being isolationist. So instead of putting the newbies down or the less experienced people down, take them under your wing. You know, show them if that's possible. Oh, it's possible. They can become your disciples. Right. Savior. I do a saviorship, not a mentorship. So I become their savior, and they're my disciples. They're the apostles of Brando. Now drink my blood. <laughs> now drink my blood. Here's a little bit of my drink, flesh. Drink my defog. Drink up, bitches. <laughs> Let's not forget what, the big thing that is you know, plaguing community nowadays is so many people are lost in their phones and their yeah. and their gadgets mm-hmm. and they, they've lost that ability to communicate with others and diving getting into diving and getting into that diving community especially once you're underwater there's no way of even taking that thing down there yeah right? put, so put that, yeah put it so away. it's gone right so which allows you to really become better attuned to other actual human beings even though there's no talking really uh, there's no social interaction underwater ah uh, but but true yeah. talking <laughs> is when there is no talking exactly the, the talking of not talking is the best talking. The way of talking without talking is the Tao of talking. Speaking without speaking is true communication. Those who talk, no, those who speak do not know. Those who know do not speak. They take pictures. The Tao. Yes. Yes, they do. But, yeah, I mean... Uh, I mean, I, I get so many people that, that love that aspect of diving is that... They, yeah, they, they don't can't have get to a phone call. Mm-hmm. They don't have to worry about email. They're not getting text message. Right. Uh, they don't have to check in. They don't have For to one hour. They yeah. don't have to post. Mm-hmm. Right. They're there. They're in the their world. They're 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 at peace. Yeah. On the other hand, you know, the rebound is when they come to the surface. Oh, that's and Instagram they, yeah. City, <laughs> and yo. They're freaking out of control, but. For a little while. To each for, their own. For a little yeah. while, they were there. But it does, there is that aspect of it. So Says uh, says me, the guy who's like immediately loading up his GoPro app. Mm-hmm. So those are all good points. I mean, where scuba diving is more than just, you know, it's more than just a vacation thing. There's there's a lot of aspects of diving. Or- yeah, so he, yeah, so he says scuba is much more than a one, scuba a is so much more than a one-time vacation activity. And once you're certified, the opportunities almost become endless. I, I would concur. They are, they are basically. And there's, there is no end to your learning, and there's no end to your, what you can do on this planet in one lifetime. Yeah, scuba I mean, uh, I mean, uh, I mean uh, the winter of 89, in, you know, I, I was taking my class, got certified that, that spring in 1990, and here it is like almost 30 years later, mm-hmm. still doing it. So, yeah. And I'm still learning, and mm-hmm. still learning. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I'm I'm trying to learn and grow every day, and I think it, these last couple of years, you know, I'm back to learning and growing more than ever. Even though there was a time a couple of years ago where I thought I already knew everything. <laughs> I've got this down. Those are called the teenage years of diving. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
I've got this down, I, yo. Hey, you old folks, <laughs> shut your mouths. I had my uh, scuba sex pistol shirt on. Yes. So. <laughs> All right. So uh, old uh, Dylan closes out by saying the benefits that this sport has to offer could be talked about all day. But the only real way to see them all for yourself is to complete your scuba certification and immerse yourself into the world of underwater enthusiasts. So well or, done, Dylan. Mm-hmm. That was a great article. That's a really article. nice article. I mean, it, yeah. I, I thought it really summed up the quest for continued growth internally as well as ability in the water, yeah. but but also that, that personal journey yeah. that, that really captivates what diving should be could be and hopefully will be for everybody. Mm-hmm. Growth as a human, growth as a diver. Yeah, that's what it's about. And if you can find something in life that'll do both of those for you, I mean, more power to you. Diving is the the path I yeah, chose. Yeah, for it, for you and yeah. I, it's diving. It, it could be yeah. anything for mm-hmm. anybody. But I, I think that the people that are listening to us, you know, are divers or want to be divers right. or right, have that right. somewhere in there. And I, I guess what we're saying is, you can get if, that if you mm-hmm. need that. In your life, right? There's so many people that they're working that job every day. And yeah, it's, they 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 feel so stressed. Their their world is crumbling the down around them, and the, dehumanizing the, yeah. aspect of life. And um, they they need that thing. Mm-hmm. You know, some people brings they, you back they need, to yeah. what you're on this planet yeah, some for. Some people find mm-hmm. it in martial arts. Mm-hmm. You know, you can find it in scuba as well. You mm-hmm. can find it in almost anything. Can you find it in rugby? Um, Absolutely. I think so. Even better because you do get to just elbow somebody right in the face. You get a lot of sweaty men's them. butts with uh, tight shorts in there's, your face. There's nothing, there's, there, there is not a fragrant more eye opening. I don't know, bro. The, the to each their own, I say. Sweaty butt. <laughs> to each their own. Yes. It's, it's, uh, it's euphoric. Uh, again, to each their own. But. But yes. yeah, that, ultimately, that's what we're doing. That's what all of our lives are trying to do. All of our wives? Yes. At least that is if you're thinking, you know, if you're not just on this planet occupying space and taking up air and saying, I want my nice car and, uh, you know, yeah. blah, blah, well, blah. The, there's uh, more this, to uh, this episode, I guess, is for the, the diver yes. that goes from, I want to jump in and do a dive on my cruise mm-hmm. to the person who says, I want to be a diver. Right. And what does it mean to be a diver? It doesn't mean that... You've got the card to show for it. It's that you've got the, mm-hmm. the spirit of right. the diver. It's not just for vacation. It's a way of yeah. life kind of thing. So awesome. So on that note, maybe we need to uh, pull out the old log books. Let's sign them. Let's log this. I mean, let's log this baby. All right, go. Here's my, bo- here's my book. Get well soon. Love, Sammy. I, I, um, I am signing without signing. Now signing without signing. Beautiful. Love How it. did you do that? That's amazing. It's the it's Tao the, of signing. Um, it is. The Tao Day signing. So be, yes. be the logbook, Brandon. Be the logbook. Be the snorkel. <laughs> Ultimately, all snorkels are self-snorkels. So on that note. <laughs> all right. Take care, guys. Safe diving, folks.
name is Bobby Finns. <laughs> I'm a writer, a scuba writer, if you will. <laughs> that goes like a mishmash of five-year-old jibber-jabber. <laughs>